0: so about um well i guess it was 7 or about 7 or 8 months ago we um did a series on prayer um various people were were speaking and i i'd, I'd been asked to um speak on the prayer of hannah um and and i, I mean I, I, as it turned out i never got around to doing that because um i, I had to go back to australia when as my father um, was very ill and died, so I, I, I missed that. I missed that bit, but um, I had sort of started um, preparing for it. And around about that time was when you know ChatGPT, which I don't know if people are familiar with, ha- had come out. Now ChatGPT is what's known as a generative artificial intelligence machine built on a large language model. Um, W- which do- doesn't mean much, but essentially what, what, what it means is they've taken lots and lots of information and fed it into this thing and sort of trained it. So it builds up um, links between words and, and, and is able to, to make associations across all this, these large amounts of, um, uh, amounts of data. Uh, and what that means is you can ask it questions and it will produce answers in natural language, um, which, which are quite effective. So uh, I, I had been having a lot of fun with ChatGPT saying, you know, write me a song about something in the, style of, in the style of something else. So, you know, actually just this morning I said, write me a song about England's rugby in the style of um, the Star Wars theme. <laughs> and I, I, w- I, was, I was getting things coming back um, you know, about England, and they took their force out there, but South Africa were the stars and, you know, um, th- those sorts of things. But um, it, it, anyway, it was good fun. So as a bit of a joke, I, I said, well, I've, I've got to prepare this sermon. Um, typed in, write me a sermon about the prayer of Hannah. And back came a couple of pages worth of sermon. I thought well, that was easy. Sent that off to Andy and Joshua um, and said, Here you go, this is what I'm doing. Um, but it, it was actually, the way it was formatted was a little bit like a prayer. I don't know if it got a bit mixed up because it said prayer. So it was, you know, it started like that. And I, I sort of looked at this and I felt quite a bit uncomfortable. Here was something which looked like a prayer which was generated by a computer. And, you know, th- th- there's various things that are out there around artificial intelligence. For for example, that they did some simulations of, you know, sort of war games type things with an artificially, a, a drone which was controlled by artificial intelligence, uh, which and what they found was this drone optimised its, its um, ability to complete its mission and found out the thing that stopped it completing its mission most often was that its controller aborted the mission and said, come back. So in order to optimise it completing its mission, the first thing it did was fire a missile at the controller and killed him. Because that was the thing that stopped it most. So, so they then said, "Well, we better change the code. So you're not allowed to do this." So the next thing it did was it took out its communication tower, so that it couldn't send them a message. And you're kind of thinking, "Well, if if this is the type of thing which can produce results like that, what does it mean if it's producing a prayer?" <laughs> you know, it's it's kind of like, Ugh. yeah. So, so it got me thinking, and and uh, been pondering this for for a while uh, on. What, what, what does this really mean? What does it mean to see, sit, look at a prayer? Is this different from us, say, picking up a prayer that somebody else has written and praying it ourselves? Is there something fundamentally different about that? You know, actually, what does, what, what does some of this mean? And um, so, so this is really some of my thoughts around that. Um, and and I guess the first thing I thought was. Our prayers need to be original, I mean most of the time when we pray we we pray out original prayers, you know they come come from ourselves we We seldom sort of read um, those sort of things uh, um, well I, I guess prayers are part of our worship um to God, and we don't really re- apply the need for originality to all of our worship um you know we could have had Joshua with the band saying, well, the band's about to play the Star Wars theme sing-along. Now, if you've happened to get on ch- chat GPT this morning, maybe I would have had a song to sing about England rugby, but, um, but it, it, you know, it would have been a bit strange, or, you know, and, and now we've done that, we're going to play Beethoven's fifth sing-along, everyone. Um, I, I think we'd get lots of da-da-da-das, but I'm not sure that we'd get... Get mu- much else. So, you know, we we actually sing things written by other people, um, and and in that, we can you know put our own worship and expression into into things which which other people have written. I mean, we sang "How Great Thou Art" this morning. Um, when the children were born, um, I, I remember you know as I'd be. Driving up the motorway to to see Felicity and the new baby in the hospital, I, I'd be singing at the top of my voice, "How great Thou art." Um, fortunately, you know, people can't couldn't hear it, but but it, it was something which you know that they were the words that I was using to express my thanks and and praise and worship to God for for w- what He had given me, and I think I think we can do. You know, we can do the same with with prayers as well. It doesn't have to be purely something that we've made up for it to be something that we can put our heart into a, a, and and agree with. Um, and you know, although we don't use them, of course, many denominations do have prayer books and um, and. You know, occasionally when attend an Anglican service and there, you know, there's a prayer out of the prayer book or something. I, I'm often struck by the the eloquence and beauty of, of of the prayers and and you know how 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 they're written. And you know, at times, I I wish I could pray like that. You know, I wish I could could have that level of. Um, y- you know what way of expressing myself and so on and, and there can be a, a a bit of a thought of well, then my prayers would be really effective um, <laughs> you know if, if i if I could pray like that, just imagine um, and and uh, i you know I, I certainly remember when I was growing up um, we would be in church and you know there were people who would get up and they would they would seem to be able to pray for about 5 minutes with lots of these and thou's and covering everything you know and and you know, you sort of wonder well would that be better if i if, if if i prayed like that but um jesus tended to be pretty dismissive of uh, fancy prayers which were, were there for their own sake. So um, in, in Matthew 6, verse 5, if you'd be able to get that up, um, Scott, You know, this, this is where he said, Jesus has been teaching the disciples how to pray. He said, when you pray, don't be like the hypocrites who love to play, pray publicly on street corners in the synagogues where everyone can see them. I tell you the truth, that is all the reward they'll ever get. So you know if if we're up there to have a wonderful prayer for for the, for the sake of it, Jesus was saying, you know that's that, that's all the reward that they're going to get they're not going to get they're not going to impress God um by that and, and if we go on to actually a couple of verses later in Matthew six seven. And Jesus said, "And you know when you pray, don't babble on and on as the Gentiles do. they think their prayers are answered merely by repeating their words again and again or or you know by another translation says by their many words and and you know we can we can sometimes think well yes if i if I have a really long prayer, this will be much better it's far better if I pray for you know three hours than than now, and and sometimes it, ca- it it can be, but but you know it's not it's not in the the length, or so on that's that's there. Uh, I mean, it's really, yeah, it's really it's really a not not yeah, it's not really the the f- the form of words that that necessarily makes the prayer good. I mean, I was I was thinking about this a little bit, and um, you know, thinking about the relationships I have, and I- if in the morning I was to Sort of wake up and blearily open my eyes and say, "Oh, felicity, delight of my life!" When I open my eyes, there is great—you know—I'm greeted with the great radiance of your visage. For for you are magnificent, and um, you know, you're you are sweeter than a haribo. Yes, even even than the fried egg. <laughs> You are, you are more delightful to me than the Coke bottle. Your mind and your relationship has the piquancy of a tank-fastic. <laughs> oh, oh, will you arise now and on your legs, like those of a gazelle, descend down to the room of cornucopia and there brew up a magnificent coffee and bring it unto me, for thy husband is a weak and lethargic man, <laughs> full of sloth, and too lazy to get out of bed himself. Uh, I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think that's going to make Felicity love me anymore. <laughs> uh, and I doubt she is particularly um, going to go down and make me a coffee. More <laughs> more like, actually, she might, just to get out of there. But <laughs> so so I, I but you know sometimes we can we can almost approach god like that but but there are there are times when it is actually quite appropriate for us to 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 think about how we how we pray and and to think of, think about a, lo- a lot of that i i mean so i don't talk to Felicity like that but you know often when i'm say writing an anniversary card i, I will think quite carefully about the words I want to put on there, perhaps even do a couple of drafts to to get it right before I write on there. But, now, that's not something that's done for anyone else. That's purely for Felicity, because I, I want to honor her and express my love for her in, in, in a way that's meaningful and that I've thought about. And so, that, so there are times in our praying that we will want to we will want to do that to honor god um, not n- not to impress him, not to not not to think that by doing this he will be more likely to to answer us, but actually just b- because that 's how we want to show our love, our love for God you know I, th- I think to you know, just you know sort of stepping back to the the ideas of prayer books and those sorts of things. Um, you know, the prayers within them, I, I think, often are, are, are wonderful prayers. That they, as I said, you know, I often wish I could pray like, pray like that. That They're covering things, they're, they're addressing things in in a depth. But, of course, the danger of those sorts of things are is that we can get caught up in the ritual of them. And so you can end up reading something and becoming very familiar with it, and not actually taking it in, just saying the words. Not, not... I, and, and w- you know, we can do that with songs, too. Um, you know, I think there's there's plenty of times that we sing songs. I mean, certainly songs I learned in my youth, which I... Um, well, Silent Night, Holy Night. Um, and I, I used to think that, you know, there's a... The line round yon virgin mother and child i thought there were three people there there was yon virgin there was a mother and there was a child um <laughs> so so you know we can end up uh, just singing things that we don't we don't even particularly un- uh, understand or that we don't take in i mean it's always it's always fun when we sing songs about lifting our hands to the lord and we're all standing there um uh, you know there's there's things where things which are, are very good at times we can you know not not really enter, enter into so um and, and in hosea 6 six um, which I think will come up um, you know H- H- hosea here is is saying you know God says I want you to show love not offer sacrifices I want you to know me more than I want burnt offerings, uh, and you know. So, obviously, that's talking more about, you know, uh, offerings and so on. But, um, but I think it, it's picking up on some of the. God doesn't want ritual for the sake of ritual. God wants wants us to be um, bringing our hearts there. But there are there are times when prayers of others are, are really useful. There, there are times when it can be, you know, we can, for whatever reason, we can be finding it very difficult to pray. Um, and, and, and sometimes others' prayers are able to put things into words for us that we're struggling to do ourselves. Um, yeah, I, I mentioned earlier that I had to go back to Australia because my father was dying, and my mum, at that stage you know was talking to me about a book of prayers that she was reading through at the time, and just how much that um, ga- gave her a lot of comfort and because she was able to to pray these prayers you know at a time when perhaps you know she was under had a lot going on. A, a lot of grief, and it was something which enabled her her to pray and she really felt the strength the strength of what was there it it wasn't a ritualistic thing, but it was actually something which was really really helpful um to her and i think you know of course the, there's all the psalms um and and so many of the psalms were really prayers um of of day but i mean just to pick one psalm seven um, if you could bring up one and two, in, in this one, so th- this is when David had been falsely accused, and and having to, you know, r- run away. At the time, you know, he says, uh, you know, I come to you for p- protection, O Lord, my God. Save me from my persecutors. Rescue me. If you don't, they will maul me mal- like a lion, tearing me to pieces with no one to rescue me. And so he, he's come in praying to God because he's in a situation, you know, where, where he, he, is, he is falsely accused. He's got people on all sides um, a- a- attacking him. And, um, and, you know, I mean, we, c- we can certainly find similar situations at times when we're, we're feeling that way and and can look through them. But one of the things which I find interesting in this one is if we jump to the end of the psalm, which is verse 17, here he said, I'll thank the Lord because he is just. I will sing praise to the name of the Lord Most High. And I think sometimes in looking through some of these things, they actually lift us out of that that situation as you know uh, uh, as David in this case has worked through things and now he's praising God it helps us sometimes when we look at other, what other people have said to to take it beyond just god help me help me help me help me help me <laughs> um, you know w- which we can feel because we can we we can work through and see how others are there taking us beyond um beyond the immediate situation I, and of course other people's prayers can be a model for us in, in terms of how we pray of, of you know the lord's prayer is of course you know that if you like the ultimate <laughs> the ultimate model on on, on how to pray um, but um you know, I, I, think, I think there are some dangers in, in using other people's prayers if we, if we do so in a slightly formulaic way. Um, I remember when I was young, if we came across the, these verses in John, if you'd be able to bring them up, um, Scott. So, uh, you know, where Jesus is, says, you can ask for anything in my name and I'll do it so that the Son can bring glory to the Father. Yes, ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. And, you know, a- actually, as as Amos prayed this morning, um, you know, we would always say, in Jesus' name, amen. Uh, and, and I was thinking, oh, yeah, you know, you don't want to say just amen. Because if you say, in Jesus' name, amen, look, it says anything in my name. It's kind of like, this is the this is a force multiplier you know i could pray for something and i might get it but if i pray in jesus name whoa this is up the um uh, up the the level to which i'll get that and that that's you know that's not the point jesus is making here here at all it's not it's not if i say the magic words i now have the spell that will make something happen um you know cuz that that's That's not the reason why Jesus, why God responds to us. Um, In Matthew 7 to 11, um, you know, Jesus says, keep on asking, you'll receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking, you'll find. Keep on knocking and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, the door will be open. You parents, if your child asks for a loaf of bread, do you give them a stone instead? Or if they ask for a fish, do you give them a snake? Of course not. So if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give good gifts to those who ask him? Uh, God gives because he loves us. Uh, You know, we we know how to do it. God knows how to do it even better. So while we have... You know, while we have a, a wonderful model for how to ask uh, and how to pray to God, it's not because we follow that formula that God responds. God responds because he's, he's our good father. So, you know, to sort of come back a little bit to, to where I started... Uh, in wondering about, you know, what does it mean around, you know, something which is generated by a computer? Well, I guess the words of our prayers, in and of themselves, have no real intrinsic value. Um, just because I say say the words, it doesn't it I- do- doesn't do anything. It's not like, you know, the sort of things like prayer wheels that some people believe in. You you spin it each time and it says a prayer, and so the more you spin it, or, you know, uh, others hang flags with prayers on them, so that as the wind blows, it will blow multiple prayers, uh, and, and those kind of things. It's, it's, there's nothing intrinsically in, in, in the words that has a, a, any value. Our, our prayers are our prayers. The words of other the prayers of others and words of others may assist us in our praying and help us to bring our prayers to God, but they need to be our prayers um that are there so i, I guess I sort of came to the conclusion that probably a prayer written by chap g p t could be useful. I'd be pretty careful because um, <laughs> but 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 you know, you know the if if it helps us in our bringing our expression to God then then it's there, uh, but but prayer is about our communion with God. But uh, but to a certain extent, you know, I've probably missed one of the biggest, the biggest things uh, around around this, and and you know, you could almost say, well, this has been the, you know, long and um, babbling. Um, that, that, that was there at the beginning because I think there's something far better and that's that we have the Holy Spirit. Um, and the Holy Spirit is with us in, in terms of our, our, our praying. I mean, one, one aspect of that is, is through the gifts of to- the gift of tongues where you know, we're able to express our heart to God in a way which we may not be able to do through, through language but also, if you pick up on Romans eight twenty-six to 28, there it says, that, and the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. For example, we don't know what God wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. And the Father, who knows all, knows what the Spirit is saying, for the Spirit pleads for us believers in harmony with God's will. And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purposes. So I, th- I think, you know, here we've got something far better than ChatGPT. <laughs> that that sort of pulls pulls together things people have said before, but doesn't really know, have any insight into to what's there. The Spirit knows what God wants. It has the Spirit has insight into into our lives, into God's purposes, in, in, into w- what's what God is doing there. And that there's an awfully large number of times when we don't know what to pray or how to pray. You know, whether it's about a particular family situation where, you know, you've got two sides which are, are there and, and, and you just don't know what is the right thing to pray for. Um, you know, it could be, in geopolitical situations where we see, see things, that, and we d- we don't know how to pray. It could be you know in economic circumstances and looking for direction in our lives, um, and we just don't really know how to pray, what God's will is, th- those things. And it says w- we we have the Spirit who's interceding for us, who's 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 working through um, working through all, all, all of this, um, and. and it's not like, you know, God's not, not like a God who says, well, you know, when you come to me and pray, behind this door, I have everything you want. Over here, I've got plagues and all sorts of things. Now, you need to make sure you pray. You're coming to pray for me to open the door. You need to get it right. Because if I open, if you ask right, I will open this door, and you'll have your blessings if I ask. If you, but if you ask for this, well, you're going to get what you ask for. That that's not how that's not how God is. <laughs> you know, it says it, it says you know we don't know how to pray, but we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love Him and according called according to His purposes. So when we pray, the Spirit takes our prayers and He is able to intercede in the way which says, you know, this is this is the right thing, and and bring you know and for God to bring things through. Uh, we don't, we're not penalized for praying wrong. So, you know, it's not that we need to get our prayers right. It's that we need to pray because we have the Spirit who's interceding for us when we pray. So, uh, you know, we, we, we've been we've been given the gift of communion with God. Uh, about Amos said it earlier. We've, we've you know we have we have this gift. We have we are brought into the presence of God. We need to take um, take advantage of it uh, and use it. So if if we jump uh, actually back just just earlier in this passage, and I was interested that Amos had, pi- had picked out some <laughs> Romans eight that this morning we hadn't talked about it beforehand. Um, uh, if we go back to Romans eight. 15 and 16. Should have been the next one in the list. Yep. And again, talking about the spirit, because we've not received a spirit that makes you fearful for slaves. Instead, you received God's spirit when he adopted you as his own children. And now we call him Abba Father, for his spirit joins with our spirit to affirm that we are God's children. So we are brought into the family of God in such a way that we can cry, you know, call out to God in an intimate, you know, daddy. Um, it, it, it's it, it's that type of relationship that that we're brought into. And as a family of, we're going to, celebrate communion you know this is a a time when when we you know thank god and yeah have a sense of communion with god but we also have a sense of communion with each other Uh, you know it's, it's not it's not some sort of magical thing just like sort of a formula for a prayer is not a magical thing having communion isn't magical in that in some way the bread and the wine does something but it's 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 more like a family meal where we come together um to to share being a family together Uh, you know it it is one in which we're coming together to remember why we're family how we became family through the through the death and resurrection resurrection of christ um so yeah invite you know, as, as we as we have communion, invite everyone who does love Christ to 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 join in um, with us.